Hey, this is Jason Overcome Redmond. Thanks for tuning in to the Overcome and Conquer Show. If you love this show, we want you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave that five-star review, leave a comment, and most importantly, share with your friends. Because sharing is caring. Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The Overcome and Conquer Show. And welcome back to the Overcome and Conquer show. We have been crushing it out there with Overcome and Conquer. We, you know, we've been laying it down. Ever since you talked about sucking Chris Pratt off, dude, people cannot stop reaching out to us. Chris Pratt's actually reached out to me. We got a, we got a dinner date coming up soon. Well, I did notice that selfie you took with him. And I will admit I was a little jealous. I was a little jealous. I mean, those moments when we cuddled and buds together on those long, cold Hell Week nights, I thought they meant something, right? He's a fantastic lover. He's a good kisser, I <laughs> <Yeah>. hear. <laughs> Nothing but respect, Mr. Pratt. We love you. We love you. Hey, you are a patriot. You keep wearing that Don't Tread On Me shirt, brother. I will do the same. We support you 1,000%. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, we have had some amazing guests, and uh, this show- Yeah. This show is going to be a little tougher. It's a uh, it's a little bit of public service announcement. Hits home. Hits it, home. It does, and it's really important. I want to get this message out there to all our veterans, yeah. uh, you know, our teammates, our friends, those who have experienced the clash of steel and the sting of battle. Yeah, I think it's time. So, uh, about a month ago, I uh, attended the funeral for a good friend of mine. Um, we buried him up in Arlington on uh, on August nineteenth. Uh, August nineteenth, and um, great dude. He was uh, EOD warrior, twenty six years yeah. with. Uh, he was a bomb tech. For those who don't know what EOD is, it stands for Explosive Ordnance Disposalman. He was a Navy bomb tech, special operations. Ran with the SEAL teams. Where uh, the fuck away? Yeah, and our, our EOD guys. I mean, we train them to where uh, literally they're right next to us oh, yeah. in the stack. I mean, we teach them. Uh, although I ha- I will admit that I often had to tell our EOD guys, "Hey, get to the back of the train," and they would get mad at me. And I'm like, "Listen, man," I said, you know. No offense. I said, if you in the flow end up being up near the front, then so be it. But I was like, I need you not to be shot. I need you to defuse bombs. Yeah. So know uh, know your purpose. Yeah. So they would get mad at me. Yeah. I was like, back of the train. (laughs) That's right. Take the cheap uh, seats. Cheap seats. But uh, Ron was just a. uh, He was a an amazing guy, and um, and he basically went through his entire career and just slayed it, man. He was doing great. He experienced quite a few blast injuries. He experienced a trauma on uh, one of his missions, uh, traumatic brain injury. And it uh, eventually he ended up getting out. He retired with 26 years, but I tell you what, Ron had another amazing passion and that was skydiving. He was a member of the Navy's uh, skydiving team, the Leapfrogs. Leapfrogs. And uh, they do, for any of you out there that have seen the SEALs jump into events, you know, they do it all across the country at major events, the Army-Navy games, stuff like that. And uh, Ron jumped in with those guys. A lot of people don't know it's not only just SEALs. We actually have other... uh, It's changed over the time. Yeah, it has. 
has. It used to only be seals. But. I actually tried out for the leapfrogs. I have. I actually was told that I have a record for being on the leapfrogs, the shortest um, of all people in history. Do you think that was discrimination? Because I hear, you know, you and I both being members of the Smurf crew, we hear short a lot. No, it's because when I did my jump, I had, there was a guy... Uh, we'll just say we'll call him JC. There was a guy named JC Ledbetter. I'll fucking call you. I don't care. You were a you were a boat guy, whatever. And uh, he wasn't a big fan of mine. But anyway, I'm drinking with Turbo Lash and a bunch of guys. These are fucking pipe hitters from the SEAL teams guys. Oh, yeah. SEAL Team Six. And long story short, uh, I had a few too many cocktails. Um, they asked me how it went. I told them that I got a bunch of negative, uh, you know, AAR after action report from this guy. They asked me to see it, so I still had it in my car. So I showed it to him. Lots to drink. And I just pretty much, uh, Turbo said, hey, can I borrow your phone? And I said, sure. And all he did back in the day, you know, this is this is pre-iPhones. He just hit uh, last call and he asked to speak to JC Ledbetter. And he actually, I think, was speaking to Gus Kaminsky, very good friend of- Oh, Bud I know, yeah, Gus. Yeah, Gus. I went through Buds with- Oh, we went through Buds yeah, with Gus. Thanks, we went yeah. through Buds with I got a funny story about Gus. I can tell it after this. And we'll do that. But uh, long story short, uh, I guess the gist of it was the leapfrogs sucked balls- um, they're not real seals. They're this, that I had no, no clue. So, uh, this was like on a Friday, Monday. I, I personally call Gus. I have Gus's number. Gus has passed. God rest his soul. Yeah. And he was like, uh, yeah, Ray, uh, about that phone call. And I'm like, what phone call? Uh, so literally, I guess there were threats being made and a lot of things that weren't happening. Um, if a lot of people don't understand, but when I checked into the teams, I actually had to get, uh, held six months from retrieving my trident, there was this bar fight that involved me in a bottle and the police commissioner's son's Norfolk underage. And literally, long story short, a bunch of SEAL Team 6 guys, dev group, boom, love you all, um, made a comment to the Leapfrogs um, on my behalf without me knowing. And um, I was told that I was picked up and taken off within minutes. So I hold the record for that, so I'm pretty proud of that. But you know what? Um, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have met my beautiful wife, so let's go on, but I need so, to- So basically you were on the leapfrogs without ever making a demonstration jump. I actually, I did the triad. I had a, I had a run. I, I was in the best shape of my life. I literally ran a mile and a half in like, I think it was like 901, which is good for me. I'm short, little legs. And then I had to get up and sing in front of like 20 women, the, the national anthem, which, you know, we put the jumpsuit on, man. I, you know, and I, I have no shame. I can't sing for shit, but you know, I sang for those ladies. Oh, you know, I, I laid into it and, uh. I got picked up, I heard, but then kicked off. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. But I want to keep it light before we get serious, so lay into well, it. Well, I got a funny story. Oh, tell uh, me about Gus. About Gus Kaminsky. So, uh, went through Buds with Gus, and we, uh, we, Gus was we, a great- we, we went through Buds with Gus. We went through Thank Buds you. with Gus. Thank Gus you. was an amazing uh, American. I don't know if you were with me when this happened, though. This was, uh, it was post-Hell Week. We were still in the class- but I don't know. Do you? You may remember this. I, so, after Hell Week, everyone is absolutely hydrophobic, uh, and uh, basically, and not not homophobic, but hydrophobic. Hi, you are scared yes. of the water because you literally spent the last week freezing your ass off. <laughs> so, and what they do is they do a a easier week and you're doing hydro recons during that week. You're going through training, learning how to map out beaches and you're not doing a lot of physical activity because your body literally has to recover. It has just been beat to hell. And uh, so we're getting ready to do, I think our first hydro recon 
And they did a rubber check, which basically means they checked uh, to see if anybody was wearing cheater tops or anything underneath the crappy wetsuit tops that they give you out of Bud's that have holes and don't fit right. Now, see, I thought you meant wearing rubbers to keep your, your cock warm, but go ahead. No, no, Ray. Uh, no. I must have been in a different Bud's class. Yeah, that class was a different there. class. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So that was the class that was up in LA filming at that time. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So... But uh, so they're going down the line and they're checking and there must be 25 of us that get busted. And I'm one of them. Uh, I had gone out and bought a cheater top because I was so uh, I, I was just super hydrophobic, man. I just froze my ass off. So but Gus Kaminsky was the most senior man that got busted also. So we did the hydro recon all night. Sun's rising. We got to go. We draw all our charts. And then by this time, it's about 11 a.m., and they cut the class away. They say, okay, you guys are done. You can go to bed. Hey, all you cheaters, you are done. We're going to hammer you till somebody quits. And uh, class 201 was going through, surf they were doing surf passage that day. And they said, all you assholes, and we were brown shirts. They were like, take those brown shirts off, put a white shirt back on. You were going out and doing surf passage right now. So we did surf passage for a while. And then finally, they called us back in. And it turned into a contest as to who could come up with the most fucked up thing that we would have to do. Dude, we were doing stuff like we had to go get our masks. We had to fill our masks up with seawater. And we had to hang upside down on the pull-up bars with someone holding our feet while we did sit-ups with a mask full of salt water. Uh, they were throwing sand in our faces while we did it. So it just turned into who could think up the most jacked up punishment so finally they you know now this has been going on it's like three or four in the afternoon at this point so finally they're like mr kaminsky we are losing track of what we've done and we need to come up with like the most screwed up thing we can do to you guys and kaminsky goes well you know we got in trouble by trying to cheat the cold so we probably should be beat by the cold and dude we dude it was like breaks and <laughs> like a car wreck happened. All of us looked at him like, you asshole. And uh, yeah, they put us in the water and started surf torturing us. Well, I'm not going to lie. We were in the same Bud's class. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I, that didn't happen to me. Okay. Well, then you must have uh, you must have gone integrity. to bed. Yeah, you I must did. have gone to bed. Okay. But go ahead. Continue. Yeah. I wanted to let you know that. I, I Well, you know, I carried you and kept you warm during that hydro recon. So uh, that's probably why, you know. So... We're being surf tortured like all of us are just miserable, man. And yeah. they keep telling us, you know, hey, we're not stopping until somebody quits. It's like 4 p.m. in the afternoon now. And all of a sudden, we're all laying there jackhammering together in the surf zone and just miserable. It's gotten to that point where there's no more jokes. You know, everybody's turned inward and just it, it, we're, we're you're, you're laying in the suck. Shit got real. And, and yeah, there's no more talking. I mean, I think, you know, probably a lot of people were like, dude, I don't know how much longer I can take this. I'm sure a couple of people wanted to kill Gus too. Oh God. <laughs> so in the middle of this misery suck fest, the quiet is set in and Kaminsky is in the middle of us and he goes, Hey, Hey, hey guys. And we're like, what do you want? And he goes, you know, Telling the instructors that, you know, if we cheated the cold, so we should be punished by the cold. And we're like, yeah, motherfucker. And he goes, that was a bad idea. <laughs> and dude, everybody started busting out laughing. You and, needed that though. Oh, yeah. dude. And right at that moment, the instructors saw it and they scared us. And that's they what, were like, that's you guys what they were looking done. for. I'd like to just back up a few seconds before we move on uh, about carrying me. 
through Hell Week and Buds. I, ladies and gentlemen, I kept I, you warm. Yeah, I want you I to know something. Warm, my like nipple, a blanket. My nipples like are sensitive blanket. to this day from all. Yeah, from my the milk blanket keeping you warm. From he because he was sucking off my teats. Like yeah. like this, I, wrapped I, you, I milked, I wrapped, I milked I wrapped Jason Redman. Skinny little arms around you. Look, I'm milking and embraced myself. you I'm in a blanket you of warmth, the nectar of gods. <laughs> Look at that, Ray Cash Care bre- uh, breast milk. All go. right, let's go. Let's get serious. All right, so we're coming back full circle um, to Ron Condry. Ron jumped with the Leapfrogs, huge skydiver, and uh, traumatic brain injury. And basically, I watched. Uh, I used to. You know, working with wounded warriors and both wounded warrior and the Combat Wounded Coalition, my old organization, I used to believe that if I could help a wounded warrior find purpose, mm-hmm. a new mission in life, yeah. uh, that it would get them past post-traumatic stress. It would allow them to get the new focus and the new course they needed to drive forward in life. And uh, Ron kind of shattered that for me. I realized that that wasn't the case. There are some things we can't fix. And because uh, Ron had his purpose, man. He got out of the military, being a big sky guy, big yeah. skydiver, and he got hired with a group called Team Fast Tracks, jumping all across the country. They're like a civilian version of the Leapfrog. So jumping into stadiums, Ron was a huge, um, we call him uh, relative work, RW guy. Yep, he could do all kinds of amazing stuff with a canopy, and he was amazing. He would jump flags, you know, like thousand square foot flags. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he That's was insane. Legit. And he used to always jump the flags in for our nonprofit events, our Jumping for a Purpose events. He met a beautiful, beautiful gal, Nicole, who uh, became a skydiver also. She, he taught her how to jump and do RW. And uh, so here he is. He found his purpose, man. He yeah. got out of the military. He's jumping all across country. But despite that, that whole year, uh, Ron was spiraling down, man. Yeah, the demons. Uh, the demons. Oh, and yeah. and he would just have these massive highs and then these massive, massive lows. And and Nicole had to talk him off the edge several times. I talked him off the edge. He would call me. Um, you know, I tried to get him into different programs. I recommended for him, and uh, and it wasn't working. And I told Nicole like a year before. I said, I think Bron- uh, Ron has something called. Uh, concussive traumatic encephalitis it's called cte which those of you who may follow the nfl yeah uh it is what a lot of our nfl players are getting diagnosed with guys like junior seau who they had did an a amazing movie career they did absolutely movie. Yeah. movie concussion is about it yep so uh we had lost we've we've lost special operations guys to cte a great friend of mine dave collins you know yeah, dave we went through at the same time at his funeral yeah. dave was amazing and uh dave did the same thing in 2013 he took his life and uh, he was diagnosed with CTE and uh, left a beautiful family. Behind oh, too. beautiful yeah, family. Absolutely. And we've had multiple guys now, multiple guys now, SEALs, special operations guys, EOD guys who are dying and killing themselves. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think we can't um, isolate this, you know, before it's too late? What is your thoughts on this? I mean, I know we both know the answer, but why? I mean, it always seems like, you know, Certain people, like you know, operators recognize that there's something wrong. Obviously, operators are alphas. We don't want to do anything about it, or they say nothing's wrong with me. And the next thing you know, we don't, we don't understand it well. Enough. There you go. But, That's what but I was looking this for. is, and I, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because a perfect example is a seal from the West Coast, Ryan Larkin, who took his life. And uh, Ryan was a stud. Ryan yeah. was a stud. He did three deployments. Two were back to back. And uh, came home, did these deployments, and he was a rock star. 
ranked, you know, top yep. of the pile, always the guy that they wanted on board. Well, when he came home after that third deployment, he was struggling. Man. I remember this. He was struggling with the bottle. He was struggling uh, with discipline problems. And, you know, he kept saying, hey, there's something wrong with me. And they tried to provide some different treatments and counseling. And they said, no, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, it's you, you're the problem. Yeah. And uh, so they finally, he went down this rabbit hole where they processed him out of the military. They said, hey man, I'm sorry, you're a problem child. You know, you just, you're not cutting it. And uh, so they put him out of the military and he, um, and he took his life. And when he took his life, he left a note that said, uh, there is something wrong with my brain I want to be autopsied. I want my brain autopsied yeah. when you find me. I remember And that. they did. They autopsied him. And sure enough, he had severe CTE. And, and what you guys need to understand is this can be caused, obviously, in the NFL. It's from, you know, two, two machines colliding. But with us, it can be from blast. It can be from, you know, we get head trauma well, too. It is. It is total well, yeah, blast for but us. As far as, you know, you can get your head rocked, you know. Um, I've been mortared before where my head's hit something and, you know, I've seen stars and you know the deal. You, oh shit, you know the deal. You know, you're rocked, your ears are ringing. I mean, it's it's something that's real. It's in our face and we have to stop avoiding it. You know, you can't keep pushing this shit off. Um, Jason's doing some great things and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But the thing is, is if you think there's something wrong with you, don't get, get me started with the VA. I mean, you know, we can talk about the time that it takes, you know, the problem is, is this is something that needs to be treated immediately. You cannot be put on a waiting list, but it's so hard to diagnose because we well, don't. It's impossible. It's impossible. We don't, we, we can't right now. Yeah. What do you, what do you see for the future? What do you see for the future of being able to diagnose this, you know, and, and stop it before, you know, before the tornado comes? Well, and I think the tornado is coming. I think the tornado is coming. I think we're going to see more. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Warfare has changed drastically since 9-11. You and I know. Yeah. We did not use, we did not use explosives at the level that we did um, post 9-11 that we did pre-9-11. You know, one of the things was the budget wasn't big enough for, for us to always blow things up. But post 9-11, we got into where we breached everything. Why? Because it's more efficient. It's faster to breach than to, to use explosives to breach. So you talk about some of our guys that are breachers out there, uh, they, and all of us, I mean, cause we all do it. You know, the military lists, Hey, this is the minimum safe distance. Well, we all push it. We yeah. all push it. So we're exposing our brains to more blasts. And now you get into combat where we push it even further. And then on top of that, you put the enemy blasts, indirect fire or IED blasts that guys are being exposed to on an astronomical level in this war. Man, it is a cocktail of brain trauma. And uh, that's why we're seeing so many guys who are coming back and they're, they're struggling and they're spiraling down and we don't have any way to diagnose it. So Ron... Uh, took his life in September of last year, and uh, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken, man. And it, it made me, I'll be honest, it was one of the reasons I decided, uh, on top of many, that I was going to phase down my organization. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I wanted, A, to get out there and help other people more, but B, I wanted to find the organizations that could help guys with this. And it is a two-front war. And so one front is how do we deal with post-traumatic stress in individuals who are struggling with traumatic brain injury in the moment? Yeah. And there's a lot of studies that are out there that are doing those things. Um, I know Morgan Luttrell and Marcus work with the boot campaign yeah. who is also funding um, 
They are funding some good programs that are trying to do some work with uh, brain health and brain trauma. I know Morgan is actually getting his degree. He is. He's in, a smart uh, cat. Brain yeah. neuroscience, yeah, which is. is awesome. But there's also uh, one of the things is their ability to get uh, psychological help immediately, mental health support immediately. And that's been one of the biggest problems, man. The VA is trying to do the best they can. But man, I tell you what, they're so backlogged and depending on where you're at, uh, there is a wait, I mean, anywhere from, uh, I mean, I've heard two weeks and I've even heard as much as a month when a guy reaches out and he calls the suicide hotline and says, Hey, I really need help. He, and, and we've got guys that are killing themselves waiting to be seen to get mental health. This is a TST, uh, for you guys that don't, don't understand that's a time sensitive target. That means there is time is critical guys. You, you know, somebody calls in and they're, they're begging for help, you know, and I, I couldn't even imagine your brain is not doing what you want. You're not acting the way you want. You feel if I've heard that people feel like they're actually coming out of their own body. I've heard some horrible things that, I mean, I got goosebumps right now and it's like, you know, and I love the VA. I'm a supporter of the VA. I love the VA and I get it. They're over, they're undermanned over, you know, over uh, or excuse me, understaffed and they've just got too many people with problems. We have got to figure something out, which I think it's something you should talk about. And, you know, maybe we can talk about the brain banks. We can talk about a few other things that I know that, that are near and dear to you and me. Um, well, that's we, a, we've got to make a change. Absolutely. And the Headstrong Project is a group started by veterans who yeah, there we go. did an, who basically they were like, you know, there are incredible psychiatrists and psychologists from all across the country. And they ran across, and, and I see this all the time. I meet doctors, I meet business people who go, hey, man, how can I help? But it's too big of a problem sometimes in the moment to think about, man, I don't, I, I don't know. How do I make this happen? Yeah. So basically they said, Headstrong Project basically said, how do we create a network where we get the psychologists and psychiatrists that want to help from all across the country, mm -hmm. and we have a funnel, a system that if a veteran reaches in and says, hey, man, I need help. Uh, as long as they're within the area of where they're building this and they're trying to build it in every major city in the country, they're slowly growing right Amen. now. Amen. That if a veteran reaches out, they will be seen in less than 48 hours. And that's what we need. From the time they put in a submission and say, help. So I am a big, big advocate for the Headstrong Project. I am raising money for them. And uh, uh, I am trying to raise awareness. If you are a veteran and you are struggling um, I, I will tell you right now, I cannot guarantee, depending on where you are, I mean, if you're up in the middle of the Dakotas or Alaska, I'm not, I can't guarantee that they have the, uh, they have the full network. The resources yet. right now, yeah. But they are, yeah. they are filling it. And in almost all the major cities, they have people in their network so that they can connect them. So go to Headstrong, uh, uh, getheadstrong.com. You can follow them on Instagram, getheadstrong, or look up the Headstrong Project. Any of those will get you to them. And if memory serves me correct, didn't you go to a function a while back and got a donation or am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I know uh, it was a while, a while ago. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. QTS data centers, a uh, big shout out to you guys. Thank you for your support of our veterans and our military. Uh, they made a $10,000 donation to uh, headstrong project. And uh, that it was just fantastic. And that's what we need. They, they need funding to expand their network. And obviously, they have a staff that is working behind the scenes, behind the phones, behind the computers. When a veteran types in, they have a staff that will immediately get that message so they can start the process so that veteran can be seen in 48 hours. So 
that's one front of the war that we have to fight. We have to get our guys and gals immediate, uh, immediate help. So if you are a veteran or even your active duty and you've seen a lot of combat and you're struggling with post-traumatic stress, hey man, it is okay. And you need to get help. Don't try and hide behind this facade of, oh, I'm bigger than that. I'm stronger than that. I know so many guys who have tried to do that and they spiral down to where they were out of control. Um, a good friend of mine, Jimmy Hatch, uh, you know, if you want to read a good book about somebody that spiraled out of control before they finally needed help, Jimmy had to be committed because he basically tried to do a suicide by cop. He's uh, He was a tier one operator, wrote an amazing book. Uh, we actually interviewed Jimmy yeah. on one of the very first shows. Amazing story. Yeah, his book is Touching the Dragon. Yeah. But uh, hey, don't be that guy. If you can be a tier one operator, you can be a Navy SEAL or special operations guy and say, hey, guess what? I've got some demons that are clawing away at my brain. You can get help. So Headstrong Project is one of them. Please refer people to them. Second front of the war is research. Yeah. Uh, one of the problems with uh, blast-related CTE, which is exactly what our veterans are sustaining, uh, what they're finding... You can't diagnose it while somebody's still alive. So just like I told Ron's wife, I think Ron has CTE, just because of how he was spiraling, it wasn't until after he passed away that they were able to autopsy, his, or after he took his life, that we were able to autopsy his brain. And the problem is there is not enough brains. There are brain banks. I think there's about three in the country, and uh, they don't have enough veteran brains, and they definitely don't have enough combat veteran brains. So I am, uh, I'm on a national push. I want, if you are a combat veteran, uh, I want you, are you ready for this? Yeah. They need to hear it. I know. I, I know what you're going to say. I want you to pledge your brain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, I'm not giving up my brain. <laughs> well, dude, you don't need it when you're dead. Yeah. And that's the first time I think on the history of any fucking podcast that someone says, I want you to pledge your brain, but you know what guys, in all seriousness, it's the only way we're going to make a difference. Absolutely. And not only that, guys, think about it. It'll be your final act of giving back to fellow veterans. Because if you go to the Concussion Legacy Foundation, that's the group we're working with. And, uh, and they have a program called Project Enlist. So Concussion Legacy Foundation, it's the same group that works with the NFL on concussions. They're now focused on veterans. The program's called Project Enlist. And you can pledge your brain and they'll send you some paperwork. Listen, it, 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 they're not going to collect early. Nobody's going to show up at your door and be like, hey, uh, Captain Ray, Time sorry, bro, time's up. But uh, what'll just happen is if anything ever happens to you, you'll have a card, uh, it'll be in the system and they'll know that, hey, Jason Redmond is a brain donor. I am. I've pledged my brain because I hope someday that this is my final act of giving back to fellow veterans, that scientists will be able to, yeah. and doctors will be able to take my brain, look at the trauma I sustain. I've been, I've been through multiple, multiple, multiple blasts. Obviously, I took a bullet hole, a bullet to the face that created a massive tra traumatic brain injury on the right side of my head. They'll be able to study that and they'll be able to say, these are the markers, these are yeah. the ways we can uh, uh, we can fix this because that's what they're looking for. I can see, and again, I'm trying to keep this light. I can see, you know, and again, I love you like a brother. 
you know, you've done your time, you've, you've given to a greater good and a bunch of scientists just sitting in a room, shake, scratching your head going, holy shit, what happened to this? Yeah, thing? exactly. You or, know? Or, or more like, how did this guy even <laughs> Holy <function>? God, <laughs> this guy looks like he's got scar tissue. He's been blown up. I mean, but you know what? You're still a trucking and I get it. And you know what? I'm going to make the pledge too. I'm going to do it. I, I and it, I'm not man. talking shit. I am going to do it even without consulting. With you know, you know what we should do? We should get Chris Nowinski on the show. Chris Nowinski is the head of the Concussion Legacy Foundation, and we should have you pledge your brain on the show. I'll, I'll pledge my brain. Let's do it. We'll do another episode, and uh, I, I would love that, but we, we can't identify blast-related CTE in our veterans right now, and, uh, and there are no biomarkers, which is basically they can look at your blood, and there's something in your blood that says, hey, this guy has some sort, he has, you know... Uh, he has blast-related trauma. Uh, we can't do it right now. There's no way to do it. So because we can't even identify it, we obviously can't treat it. Yeah. So these are the things. So that's the two-front war, guys. Please do it in honor of my friend, Ron Condry. Um, you know, Ron took his life, and uh, I loved Ron. He was, a, he was a brother to me. He was a great dude. And I know there's a lot of veterans out there that are struggling uh, they're trying to find their purpose and they can't figure out what's wrong with them. Just like Ryan Larkin. He was, he was banging the drum yeah. saying there's something wrong yeah. with me. And you know, doctors overlooked it. They just, they, they couldn't see anything. So they just thought it was him. Yeah. And to add to that guys, listen, if you're a vet out there and you're struggling, you need to understand you're not alone. There's nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. We just need to help get you the treatment you need so we can get you back to kicking ass and being the best version of you you can be. Don't, like he said, don't hide from it. You've got to attack it. You've got to attack the hill. We're trying to save lives one at a time. Yep. Amen to that. So once again, guys, two front war. Uh, one front is uh, immediate support. So Headstrong Project is doing that, headstrongproject.com, or you can look them up at Get Headstrong on social media. But if you know of a veteran that's struggling, look up that program and uh, connect them to it, encourage them to sign up. That You got amazing uh, mental health professionals from across the country that will get to them within 48 hours. And then the research side, Concussion Legacy Foundation, look up uh, Project Enlist. And if you are a stud uh, or a studette, Pledge your brain. I'm and, going to. I'm and going if to. you are a pussy, don't. <laughs> and it's strong. That was a strong, strong finish. I didn't see that coming, sir. Wow. But yeah, I, I agree with you. If uh, if you don't, you're a pussy. Good. I, that's a. That should be a campaign slogan. Donate your brain if you don't. You're a pussy. I, hey, man. I'll, I'll talk. I don't know if Concussion Legacy Foundation will buy off on this, wow. but I like it. All right. All right, guys, listen, <laughs> wow. I really appreciate it. I know this show was a little more veteran focused, but uh, today, so for all of you out there, maybe you're not a veteran. I just want to say thank you. This country wouldn't be what it was without every single citizen that makes it into what it is, at least every patriotic citizen who believes in it. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to say whether you are a veteran or not. Hey, listen, our hearts go for veterans. We, we love the veterans. They made this country what it is. So um, if you're a civilian and you don't get it, realize that the freedoms you have are for the brave men and women who who have sacrificed and given the ultimate sacrifice who have who are and who will serve this great nation amen to that man so all right guys we're gonna wrap wrap this show up we are the overcome and conquer show this is jason overcome red and this is ray cash care and we are out boom 
Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer show. Tune in next time and please remember to subscribe on iTunes. Please visit overcomeandconquer.com. Hey, this is Ray Cash Care. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer show. If you love the show, we want you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a five-star message, leave a comment, and share with your friends. (gasps) Boom!